Hello and welcome to the Mojo Podcast, part of Mike's Open Journal. Here we're going to be talking about mental health and all things related. That includes illness, wellness, stigma and support, and importantly some of your very own personal stories. I want to thank you for being part of Mike's Open Journal as guests, as visitors, as speakers, as listeners. Welcome to the world of mental health. And remember, you're not alone out there. These are real people. They do have struggles. And it starts to get on my nerves. I just shut down. So many people suffer from mental illness. She's not a great match for me, and that's okay. A lot of people don't understand the depth of the situation, so they can't appreciate, yeah. It's difficult dealing with our minds. To get the word out that men have got to start talking. I feel like a lot of the friends that I did have have sort of stopped speaking to me because of it. And the suicidal thoughts were back. People knew that there was something not right, but they just never really said anything or probably felt like it wasn't their place to say anything. Not only did this help me to write it, Mm. it potentially might have helped some other people as well. So it sort of started from there. And she was like, can you tell me a bit about what's going on? So I told her everything and her face dropped. You're not depressed, it's, it's all in your head. That's probably the statement I've had people say the most. And I think people realise how helpful that one conversation can be just to figure out why you are feeling the way you are. I mean, this, this, this shit is real and it's hard, it's exhausting. So many people think they're alone. And then you hear other people talk about it and they think, oh, that's, you know, that's so brave or I could relate to that. Um, and then they want to talk about it. Hi and welcome to the Mojo Podcast. I'm Mike. I'm your host, and uh, this is episode 151. I hope you're well. Hope you're enjoying things. Thank you for downloading and being part of the podcast. This is, assuming the scheduling is worked right, this is going to be the first episode, kind of following on from the Mental Health Blog Awards. So the episode before this, I think. Uh, will be uh, a bit of information about the blog awards it might be kind of pre-event or post-event not too sure yet depending on the scheduling um, but yeah so look out for some information about the mental health blog awards um, and make sure you're you're checking that out um, today for for today's episode I am delighted to welcome back Danny to the podcast uh, the last time Danny was on we we had quite a long chat <laughs> um which actually ended up being two episodes so the last time Danny was on was all the way back in episode 15 and 16 which we worked out is about two years ago um so it was really nice to sit down have a bit of a catch up with Danny and just talk really um and that's what I've really enjoyed about some of the like the last couple of episodes um, is having Abby and, and Danny today and also Amir recently coming back onto the podcast. It's been really nice to kind of, I guess, hear a bit more from some of those people that have come on. They've shared their stories um, and kind of given us a little bit of a, uh, an insight into their journey. Um, but then to have them come back after a few months, or in this case, a couple of years, um, to kind of hear how they're doing now and also to hear about some of the other stuff that's going on in their life as well and really feel out that 
kind of the we've got that insight into their um their mental health into their well-being into the the symptoms or the illnesses that they're affected by but also getting to hear about some of the other awesome stuff that's going on so i really enjoyed um in this episode sitting down and talking to danny about the snapchat glasses um about voice overacting uh we talk about a couple of different analogies and things like that as well so there was some really nice stuff there just to sit down and have a conversation about uh and i think that's a really ace thing that i enjoy about this podcast is having that opportunity to sit down and have those conversations with people and be able to share that and be able to share actually um these people that are coming on it's really important that often the first time we have a guest on that there is uh, a lot to talk about in terms of sharing their story and their experience around um often a mental health illness or symptoms um but yeah having that opportunity for them to come back and talk about um other parts of their life and yes that might be affected by certain symptoms or illnesses but there's also other cool things going on and it's not just that illness so that's what I really enjoy, I think, about the the guys that have come back for sort of those second, third times. Um, it's really nice to kind of fill out and, and hear a little bit more about them. Uh, and I think we get to hear that from Danny in this episode. Um, so as always, if you are interested in coming onto the podcast in the future yourself, um, you can find out a little bit about the podcast and you can get in contact over at mikesopenjournal.com or you can contact me uh, on social media at mike underscore douglas underscore um, get in contact and, and let me know if you're interested in coming on to the podcast in the future it's always really nice to add new guests to to the podcast and to be able to share more stories uh, equally if you're able to share the episodes that you're listening to or leave reviews that really helps to make more people aware of the podcast and the stories that are shared here as well I think um, in an episode soon-ish, maybe, I'm not sure if it'll get in before the break, I'd really like to do a little bit of a flashback to a particular podcast that really kind of inspired me at the start of um, at the, at the start of starting this, uh, essentially. Um, so that might be coming soon as well. Um, I've also got another very special guest lined up, uh, and again, I'm not too sure if this is going to be before or after the move slash break, so we'll see um but i think it'll be a really interesting one um i'm excited and nervous about it so we'll look forward to to sharing that with you at a later stage as well um but for today uh i'm delighted to share with you my conversation with danny who was um at the start of this year on my list of uh, i can't remember if it was four or five people um that i wanted to to get onto the podcast either for the first time or for the second time um this year so i'm absolutely delighted to have been able to sit down with danny and to to be able to share um some of his recent experiences as well so i'm really pleased i've managed to kind of tick off uh that in terms of um being able to get danny to come back and to to share his experiences as well and hopefully um we'll be able to do it again in a much shorter time frame than two years um because it's just yeah it's it's a really nice conversation to sit down and have with Danny it's really relaxed and I think that really comes across in this episode so I hope you guys enjoy it um yeah here's episode 151 well it's yeah it's funny because people I think are more willing to talk about themselves for 
an hour about anything. Uh, they're more willing to do that than to introduce themselves oh. formally yeah. um, on the spot. You know, it's kind of anxiety inducing, I suppose. Uh, it's that group work thing, isn't it? Where it's like, go around the table and exactly. tell me your it name you and where you school, come from. Yeah. And I'm like, no, this is horrible. <laughs> Please don't call on me. No, yeah. I'm just listening. I'm just here to listen. Um, yeah. Because there are times when, um, like, I deliver training now, and there are times when we do that. Mm. And um, I always try and make, like, whatever we're asking has to be really, really simple um, so that we are minimising, like, the panic that people will have. Because some people will have the panic. Like, I have it sometimes when it goes around, and they're like, ah, shit. And it's just my name. Yeah, <laughs> um, exactly. But it's encouraging that conversation to start and someone to say something. And if it's just, um, we usually do the, um, tell, tell us your name, and it can just be your first name, um, like your job role, and uh, something you do to keep yourself well. And that's mm. a really nice starter. And then you get a mixture as well of, of things that people do. Um, and then that's useful later on in conversations because you can kind of draw back to, um, oh, we had like a range of different examples of what people do to keep themselves well and it's tying it back to the group. So that's a yes. really nice one. But it's when you, yeah, when you have <laughs> questions and stuff, oh, yeah, I don't sort like. Of, yeah, I mean, some people in my, uh, it reminds me anyway sometimes of like, um, you know, hello, my name is so and so, and I'm an alcoholic. That kind of thing. It's like oh, you have to stand yeah. up in front, of, <laughs> stand up in front of a group. My formal um, introduction to you all. <laughs> <laughs> here's my yeah. Here's my story of, you know, very deeply personal yeah. stuff in front of everyone, standing naked in front of a crowd. That kind of thing. But... I know it's it's um it is an interesting one as well because I think it's one of those <laughs> things that we 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 sort of do but there's not always a reason for it and i think when we do it in training i know mm -hmm. there's re like we want to start we want someone to have um when we get into questions later on when we might want people to kind of feed into the discussion Mm -hmm. by having them say their names or whatever earlier on we've already made them break their own silence so that's true. they've warmed up a little bit um but it's also giving like i say easy easy questions no wrong answer type stuff i mean i guess they could tell us their name wrong but we wouldn't know so <laughs> you wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> so yeah there's no wrong i guess answer some people there. might choose a uh, you know an anonymous sort yeah, of name anyway yeah. um and again we wouldn't know so exactly um yeah. Yeah, I think that side I think is really important, and I get that. But it's sometimes when you go to stuff and there is that, um, look, tell me whatever, and it's like, yeah, what's what's the pur purpose of that? When um, cause I've been to stuff where they do the like the shopping trolley thing, where it's like, hi, my name's Steve, and in the shopping trolley I'd put apples, and then the next <laughs> person has to say, I'm Sue, and in the shopping trolley there's apples. And then I would also put some bread. Uh, and then so you have to remember everything. And I'm like, that's quite anxiety inducing for people. Because yes. there, is, there is a right answer because they have to recall what's already been said. And it's like, oh, am I also offending you because I haven't remembered what you put in the basket? And um, Yeah, this is um, something, what you're explaining there is something similar to that is something we did in, I want to say, elementary school or oh, so. Okay. Um, no, you know, you didn't have a choice, though. You were 
and you have to participate yeah. or you will fail, you know, that kind of thing. But, um, yeah, where you had to remember, I mean, the, the first person who goes has it kind of easy, I guess, yeah. don't they? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that, then... that's that learned behavior, isn't it? Actually, go first, <laughs> and it's a lot easier because there's more pressure on everyone else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> go first, make a mistake, it doesn't matter. It's everyone else that's got the pressure. Yeah, the guy who has to remember 25 items in the cart, yeah. you know? <laughs> oh, you didn't want to do this? Oh, you're going to do it, and you're going to have to remember all of uh, our items. Yeah. Oh, I mean, when I go shopping, I don't even remember what I put in the cart personally. I'm supposed no. to remember other people's items. I I remember um, that kind of, I think it must have been like the youth group type age where I'd, I was in like sports clubs and different things, and that sort of stuff would come up quite a lot. And I always remember getting into the habit of trying to be sort of the second or third person to do something. And I was Mm -hmm. like, so I don't want to be, ideally, I don't want to be the first or the second. I want to see what what (laughs) is it that we actually have to do or how is it we've got to say it or whatever. Yes. I want some examples, but I don't want to be so far down the line that there's been a load (laughs) of people do it right before me. So it's like, I want to be near the front, but definitely not one or two. (laughs) You've got it spot on. (laughs) I was like that. That sort of three, three, maybe four. That's my window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mike's got to work I, out. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm there. <laughs> well, in the meantime, me, I was back then shaking in my boots. Maybe, maybe class will run out or, you know, the, we'll run out of time before they get to me. And, oh, no, they always got to me. And I, uh, I used to be shy, actually, when I was... When I was quite a lot younger, very shy, mm. and I, I would free. Sometimes I would refuse to answer. I would just be like, uh, uh, like I didn't have anything to say. I was so uh, locked up in my brain. Mm. But there's so much thinking going on as well. Sometimes, isn't there? I think I've all really, the time. I've realised sometimes through um, through conversations like the ones we have on here is that sort of mindset of we we encourage people to go away and ask how are you what's going on and and these type of open questions and encourage people to feel able to talk um but it's then waiting and allowing the other person time to kind of process the not necessarily the question but what they're going to say back it's like okay so you've asked yes. me how am i i've now got to decide like how am i feeling how much of that am I prepared to share with you? Do you still look like you're interested? Because it's taken me five seconds to think about this much. Uh, there's a lot of kind of processes and a lot of thinking happening. And I think different it, types of anxieties, really. Yeah. I mean, when you when you say the the part about are you still interested, that would be like a social anxiety mm. uh, uh, trait. And it's very true. I mean, I know I know it personally, but I also know people who tell me those sorts of things where, you know, one person it's, what am I going to say back? That's the only thing they're thinking about. The other person is, what do I say back? Do they, you know, do they care what I have to say? Am I going to sound stupid? Am I, am I going to forget what I'm saying in the middle of saying it? Like, and 20 other different concerns. And that is terrifying. That is a nightmare. Um, it's a lot, isn't it? It's a lot of yeah, it reminds me of this. I have this uh, this quote in front of me. I saw a couple of days ago. I have a couple that I had 
uh, kept on my phone. This one says, people with anxiety don't have a train of thought. We have seven trains on four tracks that narrowly avoid each other when the paths cross and all the conductors are screaming. That's very, very accurate. Um, I like that. Yeah, I do like that one. I like and, I like the visual ones. They're quite yeah. Yes, yes, and I have another one for later. I think um, when for when I find it that uh, that I'll share, maybe yeah. maybe towards the end or something. Okay. But but because it explains myself, I, I so I you know definitely like that one. But speaking of yourself, look it'd be really interesting because I think the last time we talked is. I don't know, a year and a half was ago? That a, was, it, yeah, was that a couple couple of summers ago now, yeah, I want to say? Maybe even two years. Yeah, it might be two years. The time flies, Mike, my friend. It just, time flies. It just goes. How, um, how old are you these days? I am. I've just had a birthday. So I'm now what year? Uh, I'm now 33. And that's what I'll be in October. So yeah, Ooh. we're getting old, my friend. <laughs> we are getting so old. So I'm, I'm on the upper end of young person. <laughs> yeah. When does it stop? I don't know. When they have me choose the age brackets, you know, online uh, for oh. surveys and things, when it says, it'll say, I think, 24 to 35, I start yeah. to get anxious when I'm like, <gasps> when I hit 33, I've only got another couple of years of that bracket. And then suddenly I'm an old person. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, because I think a lot of. Um, is it? I'm sure it's usually tw- 25 or 28 is one kind of end, isn't it? Yeah. And then yeah. it's up to 35. Um, yeah. And then I think the post 35s, I think you end up in, do you end up in 35 to 50, I think? I think it might be close to something like that. Yeah. Or it might be a 10 year range, some 10 or yeah. 10, 11, 12 years. I'm not sure, but I feel like almost that's a, that's an unfair grouping because 30 you think of somebody who's 35 and i think yeah. like that's a young person that is yeah. a young person you think of 50 it's like all right they're a little long in the tooth now but like i i don't know it is worrying when you think that's <laughs> that's gonna be my age group <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> i'm not prepared for that yeah no i'll just hang back here with all the 20 something year olds and you know, complain about millennial problems. I know, yeah. I don't even... There's... um, I, Because I I use Twitter so much and I like, right. I like seeing, oh, what's coming up? And generally like that, um, the... Oh, it's not what's happening. The, like, the what's popular page or whatever. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. And it is... It's trending, I think. Yes, trending. It's, yeah. is, it is quite tailored to you. Um, but there are times when it comes up and it's like this famous actor or this famous rapper or this famous, and I'm like, I've got no idea who this person is. <laughs> <And I> think, <laughs> like celebrities are not really my thing. I don't care too much about that, but to not yeah. know who that person is at all does make me feel a little bit disconnected. <laughs> from... <laughs> well, I'm looking at actually right now, I'm looking at my for you and uh, you know a lot of game of thrones and things yes. like that for, but um and in a lot of politics because i'm very into politics but i'm seeing one topic right now that i just just heard about uh netflix removes controversial scene from 13 reasons why you, have you seen 13 reasons I have. why have yes yeah yeah, yeah yeah and they removed you know i mean at this point i feel like everyone should have seen the show but i yeah. won't explicitly say what i'm talking about but they removed 
um, the one particular scene very late in the show that anyone would have been mm. uh, if they were going to be the most triggered, maybe. Or yeah, it seems like a really because I saw that today, and I just I don't from being I don't understand why they've done that because it's Me so neither. so long after mm-hmm. that's been released. I can't imagine that there are many people that are well a watching that but B, that are watching that that haven't already seen it. Um, and it I actually means... think that was their reasoning, was that the people that were going to see it have already seen it, and they're about to do a, I think it's a season series, I think, oh, whatever you want to call it. Okay. They're about to do a, a third one. Um, oh, and they, so they so figure people are going to go back and rewatch. Yeah, and they don't want them to see yeah. that anymore. Oh, okay. No. Okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> Somewhat, yeah, but at yeah. the same time, I don't like the the censoring. It just feels it feels wrong to me, really. If you if if that was the creative direction to begin with, if that was the message mm. that you were putting out, and then you have to go back and edit your your work, I don't know. After millions have seen it and were impacted by it in one way or another, I don't know if I. I, th- I feel wonderful, wonderful yeah, about that. I think my thing was, um, be- I can't remember if it was the first season or the second season, there were also some quite graphic sexual assault scenes. Oh, that was both, and, se- I have, oh, both I seasons, I think. I think it, yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. it's really difficult because I think it, like um, that particular scene in the first season, they are, they're really hard to watch. And mm-hmm. they really, I think for people that aren't affected by these issues, they would feel something by seeing them. But for those mm-hmm. people that are affected, they're going to be hugely emotive and potentially triggering. Yes. Um, but for me, it was very much, they brought home the seriousness of the things that we're talking about. Exactly. Um, it's not like this is um, a, pe- I say a potential. It's not like, oh, this is something that could happen, but it's never happened. Like, this is arguably happening every day to someone. That was, yeah. That wasn't a very good sentence, but you get what I'm saying. No, I fully know that was that was good because it's it's very true. It's it, yeah. it's not it's not groundbreaking. Maybe the way that they showed it, maybe because they mm. knew they had such a large audience. But um, I think I, for I, it's me, not it's it, not unprecedented. So no. I don't know. I think it was that it could have done with a little bit more warning in terms of um, sort of leading into that scene. Sort of, yeah. Whether there can be some sort of, uh, if you had like a flash ticker or something at the bottom that just says mm-hmm. like next scene is going to be a triggering scene or something. Yeah, like if you can't handle this particular thing, this is the part yeah. where you're going to want to stop. Because of course they have it in the beginning of the episode. Yeah. You know, this this episode depicts realistic mm. imagery of, of suicide and so on and so forth. Yeah, and, and I think of, that, that's that's good that it's there. I think when, yeah. when oh, you're yeah. looking at particularly like Netflix, bro, when, ne- when it's an hour or an hour and a half episode or uh, 40 minutes or it's quite yeah. a period of time when actually there might only be 30 seconds or a minute that is really quite uh explicit and i think yes. it's having a re a re-warning um at a time appropriate to that as well i agree that would be i think that would be a, that would, a good happy yeah you know middle area too but um 
And well, just briefly while we're on the topic, though, I have to I have to plug a new show that I've been watching Ooh, that yeah. takes that takes Thirteen Reasons Why and just goes so far beyond. You've probably you might have heard of it. It's called Euphoria. Um, oh, no, I haven't. It's, it's on it's on HBO. Um, I'm not sh- I'm not sure what the network would be for. I mean, I know they have HBO in the United Kingdom, yeah, but uh, I guess it's different it's, streaming services, isn't it? Uh, it is. Uh, I, think, yeah, I think is. I mean, it's. It's HBO, but you can. I mean, of course, you could use HBO Go, HBO Now. I'm not sure yeah. what else they have. I think they have over. That would be Now TV for us, because okay, HBO is the same as Game of Thrones. Yes, exactly. And yeah, Game yeah. of Thrones was on Now TV, so I think it's a Now TV, which might also be Amazon. I'm not sure. Um, um yeah. maybe that much I wouldn't know, but this like this show is um it's it's currently airing where Game of Thrones was uh, oh, okay. in that in that time slot. And you know, it's for me it was a you know who Zendaya is? Act uh I think she's an actress. Well, of course she's an actress, she's acting in this, but <laughs> she might be a she might be a singer as well. She's in the new Spider-Man movie. Um she's in a bunch of things. Uh very beautiful young um young african-american girl and uh she the show is every topic it's not just about suicide okay it's every topic especially as it pertains to mental illness and such um narrated by the main character who's an addict um and she's a teenage she's only 16 years old she's coming coming out of rehab and the show is I watched the first episode. I think it's about four four episodes in now. I watched the first episode uh, by myself, and when I got to the end, I said out loud, "My God, that was uncomfortable." Oh. Um, it was actually that um, gruesome in a lot of ways, graphic in a lot of ways. It put thirteen reasons why somewhere else in my brain as like almost that was nothing. Thirteen reasons why it was. Oh. You know, a children's program uh, compared to this. Yeah, this show is uh, because it really each episode. I mean, the very first episode introduces everyone as a whole. And then each one sort of starts off each following episode starts off with the backstory for each of the people. And one of the people. Is that me? Oh, is that me? (laughs) Yeah, that's you. Oh, that's you calling me. How is that? that? Wait, what? But that literally isn't you. Oh no, that's a notification. Oh, oh I was gonna say, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I didn't call you. I, I assure you, we're already on a call. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I did have another call coming in. It, it just, it was only showing me the notification oh, from you calling yeah. earlier, and I was like, how? What? <laughs> that would be confusing. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear, my apologies. No, no worries, man. I'm, you know. Oh, that sounds really interesting, though. I don't, I don't know it, if I could take on board something more. It heavy. is a must-watch, though. I must say, it is a must-watch. It's, it's, um, it's just too. There's too much insight into so many things that I had not quite because one of the characters, for example, example is a transgender female. Okay. Um, and she's in high school, so you're seeing what she's going through. In high school, but it's not a typical, you know, this is somebody being bullied. This is somebody like it's not very vanilla uh, um, interactions with those people. It's 
much more in depth and sort of uh, I hate to use the word crazy, but crazy stuff uh, in terms of additional like this is not this is not a regular person who is transgender. This is somebody who's transgendered but is suffering with a mental illness mental illness that's leading to uh-huh. some really really di- like uh disturbing things to see on uh, on on tv but uh and there's you know a, a bunch of different characters but it's it's very good it's so good and if you do get a chance i would love to hear what you thought about yeah. it uh and and if not you know anybody who listens to this go watch euphoria <laughs> have you have you seen uh the Danish girl with Eddie Redmayne. That's no. it's a it's a film from. Uh, I'm gonna say a couple of years ago, but uh, it might be a while ago. Um, but it's Eddie Redmayne is married, um, but then he starts to sort of transition gender through the film. Um, ah, and 2015, by the way. 2015. <laughs> oh, okay. So four years ago. Not. Too... <laughs> no, that's not bad. <laughs> that's not too bad. That's relatively recent, yeah. Um, and yeah, so he transitions um, during the film, and it's really interesting to see his journey, but also the kind of the impact and the journey of his wife through mm. that as well. Um, and it was one of those. It was one of the films that. I saw the trailer and was like, I want to see that film. Saw the film and it was really good to watch. It's not necessarily one I'd feel the need to go back and watch. But yeah, um, yeah it was It was. It was a really good story. It says really it's loosely inspired by the lives of Danish artists Lily Elbe, Elby, perhaps, and Gerda Wegner. Mm. I don't... I'm not sure I know who those those people are, oh, but... Oh, yeah, I didn't know uh, who they were. <laughs> so I don't know how accurate a, prote- a pro- portrayal... Portrayal. Yeah, um, well, it says it's a fictitious love story, so, you know, probably not very accurate. Yeah. But, um, I, it says loosely when, inspired. <laughs> I think they're just being more honest now, because I think when you see based on a true story, and you're like, how much of this is based on a true story? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hate when they do that. When you find out, you know, they use they almost use that as a as a it's a a way to rope you in, and yeah. then you, you watch it, and you're like, where? You, this? you look up the real story, and it's not anything even even close. It's uh, I think they've the, th- they've done that with something that I've watched before, and I was oh, I was mad afterwards. One of the what are you? times I think the first time I really noticed it was uh, a film called Wolf Creek. Um, I haven't seen that one either. Which is, it's about, um, I think it's three Americans that go backpacking in Australia and two mm. of them are killed and one escapes. Um, and this is based, it's not, they don't say loosely, they just say based on true events. Um, mm. But half of the story is about what happens to the two people that are killed and it's completely away from the person that survives. They never re-meet up. So I'm like... <laughs> you don't know what happened so this bit is completely made up this in what? no way this in no way is based on anything because they they don't meet up again and you never find these people so you are just making all of this bit that up that is absurd <laughs> i was like it's a hor- it's a horrid story but it was just the fact that they say this is based on true events and i'm like 
half of it you've made up, and then the <laughs> person that survives, the police um, in real life completely discount their story for a long period of time, oh, and then gosh. they go back and say actually they were telling the truth, um, <laughs> which they kind of replicate in the film, but it's just like, and this is what you chose to say based on true just make it up as a story is fine because we all know that this is probably happened to someone don't say it's based on true events when you made most of it yeah i mean the the synopsis for it is very brief and does not sound like it's based on something true. Uh, three backpackers stranded yeah. in the Australian outback are plunged in a hellish nightmare of insufferable torture by a sadistic, psychopathic local. That's it. That's all you yeah. get. And um, uh, that sounds like a. It sounds like maybe that would be a cool slasher movie, but that. You it's know. essentially. The, <laughs> it's probably about fifty other films that are very similar to exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. Um, it might even be that they've dropped that kind of based on a true story part because I think I saw it very soon after it came out. Well, yeah, it came out in two thousand five. So yeah, who knows? Yeah, I just... I'm also just looking on IMDb. That's just where I, you know, if you mention a movie, I'm already typing oh, <laughs> in the app, in the app. I need um, to know what year, who's in it, what's the what's uh, the details. I'm surprised you know. that one's not a little bit older. That film. Yeah, 2005. Mind you, that's still, what's that, 15 years, I guess, so. Yeah, 14 years ago. Oh, dear. Isn't that crazy to to hear 2005 and that long ago? Yeah. Like, I was, you know, 18, 19 years old then. Wow. And that's how old my youngest brother is right now. And I have to, of course, as the as the oldest brother, be the person who tries to give him some life advice because he followed in my footsteps in a lot of ways. He's similar to me. Hmm. Um, we have a middle brother who is 28. He just turned 28, and he's he's a dentist. He's you know he's got his life together, and I very much don't. My youngest brother very much doesn't, and it's a uh, it's an interesting dynamic. <laughs> I'll. Uh, I will say that, but, um, yeah, to think about that age, I didn't have any kind of guidance when I was 18 or 19. Um, but I wonder if I would have listened anyway, you know, who really listens to anything at 18, 19 years old, Hmm. you're going to do what you're going to do. Yeah. I think, and you can never know really the, um, we take stuff in, in such a different way. Like when I think of the stuff that's stuck in my mind, it's definitely not the stuff that was probably meant to be important. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. just you don't realise how some of those, I guess, memories become lessons uh, kind of in our mind. Uh, mm. So, yeah, it's not always necessarily the being there all the time and talking all the time, although that is great. Um, it's Yeah, it's those odd moments that stick out for people. And uh, Yeah, at that age, I was always thinking ahead too fast thinking ahead thinking ahead thinking ahead instead of you know being present then and now that i'm this this age now in my old decrepit you know cane walking years i look back on 18 19 and i just oh how i would what i would do to be there again do it all over oh right <laughs> yeah well i don't know that i'd want to go back to 18 i think i mean i would go back to probably if i'm being honest i'd probably go back to 
13 even i had i very much enjoyed uh being a teenager i just didn't i didn't make all of the right choices i didn't take i didn't say yes to all the right things that i wish that i wish i had uh and i know that we're not supposed to really live with big regrets but i do have i do have a great many and and having said that the regrets are mostly the things i didn't do as cliche as that as that sounds um it's yeah it's the it's the things i said no to it's the things that i didn't join i didn't speak up on uh, things like that um the dumb things i did like you know underage drinking whatever that kind of stuff Mm. it was always going to happen i don't that's fine i didn't get in all that much trouble (laughs) but uh the things that i didn't do yeah that's that's my regrets really i think i kind of feel like that's maybe the difference now i guess with young people is there's a lot more they seem to have a lot more fear of missing out on things. Yeah, Whereas they even I have an think, acronym for it. FOMO. Yeah, I, do, <laughs> I, I always, I think we were probably just before there was a real push for like safety with young mm-hmm. people. But um, yeah, I, I, I think I was always kind of um, cautious about things. I wouldn't necessarily mm-hmm. say I was aware of danger. I think it was just always very cautious and quite um, apprehensive about um, getting involved with things or doing things. And yeah, um, yeah. like you, I think I'm probably more drawn to, oh, well, there, there was maybe one or two opportunities when you could have um, like gone to a party or gone to certain things and you didn't. Um, it's like, well, would it have really made that much difference? Um, yeah, I mean, well, when I think back, though, I'm actually the things that I didn't do are, are far more innocent, uh, maybe substantial things like, uh, joining the football team, uh, because the coach used to beg me. I'm a big guy. Mm. I'm a big guy. He wanted me to, uh, he wanted me to join the team and I was too afraid. I said to, I would say to everyone else who would say, why don't you join? Why don't you join? I would say, I don't want everybody looking at me Mm. while I'm out there on the field. I don't want to, I don't want to be seen like that by all these people. And it's like, I think back now and it's like, oh, come on. I could have had such a great time. I would have would have gotten into shape. I would have been, you know, who knows? But life went how it went. Mm. So that's 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 you live with that. So speaking of not being 13 or 18, um, (laughs) (laughs) by now quite a depressingly long way. Uh, <laughs> how how have you been? What has been going on in the last kind of year, two years um, since we spoke last time? How are things for you at the moment? Oh, Mike, as they say, nothing changes because it's all the same. You know, I uh, I don't I don't know that I have anything really very exciting. Um, uh, no, not really. I mean, I. Uh, there was definitely a period where life the um the uh what glasses the snapchat glasses oh yes oh, i mean i love those I videos those are yeah those are great i love i i have to uh, i have to charge those things i keep meaning to cuz i have the original ones i don't know if they're waterproof but i go in the pool a lot and that would be a lot of fun to you know um take outside and see what see what gets recorded those yeah those, can- those candid moments are always the fun ones but i think i never i just never quite 
got into Snapchat for oh, it to don't, be worth. Yeah, don't start. It's yeah. not worth it. <laughs> um, Snapchat is very lame. I prefer Instagram, honestly. Yeah, I, I was I was so on, when I, I watched I'd seen your videos that were filled mm-hmm. with the glasses, and then I'd watched a load of videos reviewing the glasses, and yeah. I was like, okay, they sound quite niche. But actually, it sounds quite fun. Sounds like quite a cool niche, thing. Yeah. They look quite cool, um, <laughs> and I was totally on board. And I was just like, mm, I just don't do Snapchat. Though. <laughs> so it's kind of no point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me, when I heard of those things, I was like, oh, this is like a perfect, um, almost a companion to take with me if I'm going to leave the house. Mm. And I thought of it as, an, as a as a kind of a buyout. I'm like, oh, this will be, you know, I invest. I forget what they were, a little over a hundred hundred dollars, mm. something like that. Invest a little bit of money, but maybe it'll be a good health choice for me. And mm. for a little bit, sure, it was it was something. But like like many things in my life, it, it, they end up, you know, um, swept aside for whatever currently ends up in the yeah. in the four. Well, I mean, like many people, you know, you can, it's hard to keep up with so many things at once. Um, I think especially uh, technology. Technology does have quite a short shelf life on. on Tell me about it. Yeah, there's already a second generation, I think, uh, of the of the spectacles. I think they look nicer. They have better quality. They're they're they can go underwater, things like that. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to use these anymore. Yeah, I'm not going to use my originals anymore because they are not capable of. Um, yeah. Of all of these things, but I'm I'm also not going to go spend money I don't have oh, to yeah. to buy another pair just for a couple of new little features. But um, it's not quite the upgrade of like a new, you know, a new cell phone. Yeah, well, I, I've <laughs> I've noticed <laughs> that in the last few weeks, my my headphones have started playing up on my phone. It's like I don't understand this because I haven't. I haven't had this phone for very long, and then uh-huh. I realised the last, the last two or three phone. I think definitely the last two phones I've had, mm-hmm. I've um, done like a trade in, so I've had money off and given in my old phone to oh, get yeah. a new phone. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh well, actually, my headphones aren't a year old because they're not from this phone. They're from like three phones back, and that phone i had for like four years so i was like well they're four years old for that phone then i had that other phone for a year and i've had this phone because like the headphones are actually about seven years old so actually they have probably done okay (laughs) you based on the sound i heard before uh, you use you use an iphone yes okay yeah me too um i could not recommend those airpods the the wireless ones i could not recommend those enough i love them so much I've I've um, been tempted a couple of times, but I just go, oh, it's the expense. <laughs> They're very useful for um, talking on them as well because you, um, they have a, a pretty great noise canceling microphone built into each of them. So you you only have oh. to put one in, and you only have to put like right ear, left ear in, yeah. and it'll it'll recognize, and you can talk on the phone that way. Um, but they're so convenient, and the, the the ones that they have now have like a the case can charge wirelessly. All this stuff. I don't know. I only have I have the original ones. They've held up for me for a couple of years now. Oh, and that's good. They sound they sound great for these little things that they are, and they just you know somebody calls me and I'm doing something. I'm playing video games. I'm doing mm. something on 
computer, whatever. I just pop that little thing in my ear, and it's like it's like 2004 all over again with uh, <laughs> with a Bluetooth headset. Except <laughs> it, I I barely notice it's there. You know, it's so lightweight and. Uh, yeah, I'm always I'm always putting my calls onto speakerphone. Um, uh, not because you. I'm constantly on a reality show where we have to do that for some reason, <laughs> um, but just because, like you say, you're 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 busy doing things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and especially if it's a conversation that very quickly you're like, oh, okay, this isn't going to be like a minute; it's going to be a period of time. Um, yeah. But I can carry on, um, you know, cleaning, cooking, exactly, um, whatever yeah. it is yeah. you're doing. Um, so yeah, that's interest. That is interesting. To There's play. also a very fancy little feature built in where, and this is great for people who are hearing impaired, but it works for anyone. You put your phone down on on a t- say you're in a crowded restaurant, very loud crowded restaurant. You put your phone down on the table near where the people are going to be talking, and you put those AirPods into your ears. And there's a little little button you you press in on your phone um, that turns on this like hearing impairment mode, and you hear an amplified version almost like a hearing aid you hear an amplified version of the audio that your phone microphone is picking up into your it feeds it into your ears so so instead of having to try to try to read lips across a room you know or whatever you can just hear it crisp and clear right in your ears and it's it actually works really well oh that's interesting yeah it's very cool but um yeah that feels like it'd be a bit surreal it is it's it is surreal. I, I actually had somebody who has hearing issues, um, uh, who always has to read my lips when I talk, mm. put them in and I put in that feature and she goes, Oh my gosh. And she actually started to cry a little bit. Cause oh. she was like, I can, I can hear you. Yeah. Like, I, I can understand what you're saying and I don't have to read your lips. I, I can't believe this. I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. And I was like, Oh, you need to get a pair of these clearly. If this, <laughs> if this is, if this is that life changing. Um, Oh yeah. I think I, I think I only I know someone that's got some, and he said before that they're really good. But he's they are he's he's like me. It's he's kind of into into some of the gadgets and stuff. But Mm. he's got the money to spend on stuff, and Uh, (laughs) so he he's prepared to to kind of spend it on something and it not necessarily pay out. And Mm. uh, I'm like, yeah, I'll I'll um, I'll hold off on that one. You're you're pretty into fitness now, though, or don't um, you? Don't yeah. you go on jogs and things? Oh uh, uh, yeah, I so say this. That would be great for that. Yeah. This um this year I'm trying to do. Oh, my aim is to do 500 kilometers, or it's. I'm always working in miles, so it's 311 <laughs> miles. Um, oh, you actually you use miles? Yes. Yeah. Oh, cool. All I don't. Right. Well, I don't really know how long a kilometer is. If I'm being completely honest, um, uh, one I, kilometer I think is. Um, I, I think zero point six two one miles. Zero so, six. Yeah. So half and a bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah it's about sixty percent of a kilometer. Yeah. So three three kilometers would be two miles ish. Something like that. Yeah. yeah, three kilometers is one point eight six four miles, sir. Okay, uh, <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm going to challenge it. Um, so yeah, so that's that's my challenge this year, and um, I've started wow. now. Um, like I, I go, I'm trying to. I go to a gym once or twice a week, um, and I've I, the first three months this year 
were really slow going. I was having the bathroom redecorated, so I didn't have a shower, yeah. so I kind of didn't do anything. So I'm quite a long way behind. Um, yeah. If you're if you'd averaged it out, although I didn't at the start of the year, which is quite good because otherwise I'd be like a long way back. Um, <laughs> so yeah, but I I got bored doing the same routes outside. Um, and I just needed a bit more motivation, which I get from going to the gym because I have to drive there. Um, but I've got to the stage now where that's getting boring because it's the same. You're just stood there running. Um, so I'm, <laughs> I'm very reliant on my headphones for listening to podcasts or listening to music while I'm running. Um, but I've got, uh, uh, old traditional like headphones plugged in with the cable and yes. twice uh, yeah. I've kind of got my hand hooked on it. Oh, um, no. <laughs> and it's just, yeah, fortunately it's just been, oh, it's got hooked and kind of catch my phone as it flies out. Um, but yeah, most people, <laughs> most people have got um, some sort of wireless headphones going on. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I've all, but I've never, I guess because I've never worn them before, I've always been like, oh, what happens? Like if my headphones come out now, they're attached by cable, so just one will fall down and I can put it back in. Um, but I, I, I guess I don't know people that have used them for exercise to know if you're running, are they going to come out of your ears? How well fixed are they? They doing? are quite, they actually fit in very well, very snug. Um, snug as a bug in a rug. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, they don't come out. I, I I sit there and I'll I'll shake my head to try to demonstrate to people like, mm. hey, look, look, it's not falling out. And um, I believe if you're say you're playing music or yeah. whatever you're listening to, if one fell out, it would pause everything, uh-huh. um, so that you knew like, oh, hey, it fell out, yeah. and you know you scoop it up hopefully real quick, pop it back in, and and you're on your way. But um. Yeah, I'm not a very active person, unfortunately, where I could say that I've used them for uh, any kind of exercise. Um, I have, at best, I have a it's a it's a thing called like a um, a Bowflex, like it's 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 sort of like a uh, stair climber with a treadmill both built in. Like oh, each of the, okay. the the steps have the the running yes. on them. So you're going up and down and forward. Yes. And there's there's a little mount on it for like a um like an iPad or what mm. what have you. And that would be like what I would do. I would watch I would pick a TV show that has like hundred and fifty episodes and you know, each day I would just watch one. Yeah. You know, or only I think that's a good a good way to motivate people um is to get them hooked on a really good television show and you're only allowed to watch the episode while you're running yeah. or while you're while you're cycling or whatever and i think people would be more uh motivated a little bit that or they just never find out find out what happens in the show yeah i, I definitely I've, i'm sure i've spoken to someone before and they were like i really like watching soaps but i'll only let myself mm-hmm. watch them if i'm um doing the exercise bike at the same um, time and i said i might I might not be putting a lot of effort in, but I will at the very <laughs> least be on there and riding. I'm like, that's yeah. fine because you're doing that instead of kind of sitting on the sofa. So actually, yes, yeah. even if it is minimal effort sometimes, you're still doing it. You're still keeping it up. So I think that's a really cool thing as well. That is, yeah. I, I thought that was, I mean, it, hopefully that will motivate me sometime soon. Mm. Um, I just recently thought of it and I tried I stepped on that thing for the first time. It's down in my basement, so it's at least like it's cooler down there and stuff. But I stepped on it, and I was just like, "Oh, Danny boy, you are 
uh, a bit more out of shape than you thought. So <laughs> I'm going to need a little time to acclimate. So I've been doing um, uh, in the summertime for me, which which equates to roughly late May into mid to late September, May, sometimes early October. That's when I get outside more because I go in the swimming pool and uh, I've got this. Um, it's like um, it's made out of, you know, PVC like Mm-mm. it's made out of that material and it's got like a like a picture of a mermaid on it and i and i get myself on that and you're half submerged so and the other half of you is out in the sun so i get to work on a tan or whatever but then i use my arms like um like oars kind of and i just very quickly um row myself throughout the perimeter of the pool and by the time i'm done i look at my apple watch and the ring will be like <laughs> you know, filled up two times or so. And I'm like, Hey, that's better than nothing. You know, yeah. um, the exercise ring or whatever. And, um, it, it, it's, you know, that's nice, but it, it's limited because the pool's only open for those select months in the year. And, uh, I'll have to come up with something else after it, that. It does sound like you're doing a lot more kind of getting out of the house and doing different activities than you were before though even when i think back to the old um snapchat glasses and going out in the car um, yeah it's a lot more than what was going on before yeah it's a it's an interesting it's an interesting one i mean back then with this the when i had gotten those glasses that was um that was at the tail end of almost it was almost 600 days where i hadn't left mm my house and uh that was by far the longest i've ever gone and i haven't i haven't come close to that since but um yeah it really depends on the time of the year um with because most of the time i'll the places that i i get to i live in like a in like a vacation like beach town okay so in the summer especially it's very lively a lot of people Mm. around and when i get out i'll usually it'll be like two three o'clock in the morning um i'll go to the to the corner store like i'll take a drive in my little volkswagen to the um well the store is called wawa you wouldn't i assume you wouldn't have heard of it because it's, <laughs> it's a it's a regional store <laughs> but <laughs> it's 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 very famous like around here like locally okay. um people who come here to visit as tourists and such they they one of the big things that they're like, oh, first thing we have to do is go to Wawa because it's it's a kind of a, a store. You walk in and they have these the computer screens in front of the, the deli counter mm. and you and you put you it's a touch screen and you put what you want. You order your sandwich and you put in all your, you know, what toppings you want or, or I want to I want a smoothie. I'll put I'll put that in. You do all that and it'll print out a, a receipt. You go pay for it and then they make your they make your food or your drink or whatever. And I'll go there and I'll I'll grab a bag of sunflower seeds or something like that. Like just just to to say I left the house for 15, mm. 20, 20 minutes, something like that. Um, maybe once or once a week or uh, depending on because I can't do I can't really go out by myself. But if my little brother, for example, he'll he'll, he'll be like, oh, I want to go get some pistachios. Yeah, let's, let's go to Wawa. OK, like <laughs> hop in, hop in the Volkswagen and we'll uh We'll take a little trip. Um, so things like that. But yeah, there were a couple of um, pretty big, um, I, I wouldn't say breakthroughs because I'm not the kind of person who really builds on a, a success. I just enjoy that one that success. Moment. And then yeah. when I have 
a success. It's more of a thing that I had to to work towards for, and it'll usually take me maybe six months of really preparing and and uh, visualizing how I'm going to do it. And this is this is on my own, mind you. I'm not, you know, I'm not being worked through this in any kind of therapy or whatever. So this mm. is my own by my own design. However, I end up. Um, coming up with how I'm going to do it. But the first time had been this past Christmas. Um, I, I managed to get to, uh, I'd say it was, it's, it, it's only about 15 minutes, 15 minute drive. Um, no highways, no, you know, minimal traffic lights, um, off season, you know, like I said, I'm in a vacation town, so it was off season. So there's not very many cars on the road. Um, so I managed to get to family Christmas, which was, you know, everybody was like, Whoa, we can't believe you're here. Like, this is, this is very exciting. Mm. Um, and while I was at that family Christmas, my cousin, um, she's, she's almost, I think she might be in her early, her early 40s. She told me she's getting married in June, um, at a venue that's closer, even closer to where I live. And she was like, please come, like, come to it for me. Like, come to the to the wedding so I was like I'm going to do everything I can I'll practice I'll do whatever for six months so for those six months I would do little you know just little journeys out just to prep myself and then the day the day came uh, it was a few weeks ago now the day came for that wedding and I I don't know how I don't know how Mike I, I think I blacked out or something but I made it there <laughs> <laughs> and I was actually the last person in my family to leave uh, I had oh, to drive wow. my my mom had been drinking you know like you know it was a wedding so yeah. of course and uh, I don't drink either so I was a built-in Uber or, or uh, <laughs> what you know free Uber for my for my mom <laughs> and you know she wanted to stay and dance and, and drink and everything so yeah, everyone else in my family, is, aside from her and I, had already uh, left, and I figured I'm already I'm already there. I'm already having a panic attack. I might as well ride it out because after this, mm. I'm going back into hibernation. <laughs> and uh, I had a good time actually. I did. I had some I had some um, some virgin uh, bay breezes. I don't you know I don't know if you know what that oh, drink I, is. I've got no idea. Very delicious. It's okay. uh, it, it was it's um. You could use Sprite or Seven Up or Seltzer, okay. uh, and then you put some pineapple juice and cranberry juice. Yep. Okay. And that's it. That's really oh. it. Um, the the alcoholic version, of course, I guess has uh, I think I think maybe vodka or vodka or rum or something. Mm. I don't I don't I don't I don't drink the stuff, but uh, the yeah the virgin ones were quite delicious oh, so i had a couple of those felt fancy for a little bit had yeah, had a good time made my family happy the extended family um i have a lot of aunts and uncles and people who don't see me very much because they live out of out of range mm. uh, some some live in other states but everybody had gotten together for that for that wedding and i just i don't know i just had to be there for it and yeah. uh it felt it it felt very good, but then here the part that I have to often uh, really try to describe to people is that just because I did that and I made it that far doesn't mean like oh now I could do that again. Mm. Uh, it takes it's kind of like having a, a a tank filled with a very very finite energy source. Something it's like the Infinity Stones or something. I don't know. And I gathered them up for 
six months and I, I filled that tank or I put them in the in the infinity gauntlet if we want to use you know Avengers um, for agoraphobia yeah 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 again it's a visual <laughs> so it's nice <laughs> um, and yeah I feel you know fill the tank pop them in whatever and then but I do it and then it's it's spent the fuel is spent mm. and I have to find it again I can't it's not just doesn't just stay at full at all times. I have to spend a long time finding it again. So, so that is know. where the Infinity Gauntlet really works because of the <laughs> the finger snapping and the stones disappearing. Yeah, spoilers. exactly. Um, exactly. The yeah, the finger snapping they disappear and then theoretically, I guess you would have to find them again. So that it's actually yeah. that works as quite a nicer. The other one that I would use is I don't know if you're quite as much of a nerd as me, if at all, but uh, uh, Dragon Balls. I know yeah. of Dragon Ball, but I don't know. No. Oh, okay, so what they? I mean, this goes into Chinese folklore. I think okay. I believe it's a Japanese, you know, cartoon anime. But um, they, when you gather all of the seven, each each of the Dragon Balls has a different amount of stars on it, one through seven. Okay. Uh, when you gather all, all seven, you summon a dragon, uh, okay. who who will grant you. It depends on which dragon you get. One wish, or I think three wishes, something like that. And once you've been granted your wish those dragon balls they scatter all across the universe and they have to be found again and it's no it's no simple task it's uh you know uh they end up on other planets they end up underneath the ocean they end up all over the place and it's kind of like that too for 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 a nice for a nice nerd reference uh analogy that's nice it hit a couple of different uh (laughs) a couple of different groups you've got the uh the dragon ball the Avengers and the car as well, just to sort of hit hit three yeah. different metaphors with one story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, one of one of them will stick with somebody who doesn't yeah. understand. Yeah. Maybe you know. You definitely get at least one of those. I'm yeah, sure. I hope so. <laughs> um, one thing that I wanted to touch on, um, quite sort of briefly, um, yeah. was that I've noticed that I think we spoke kind of last time a little bit about the the other things that are going on around kind of your well-being as well. We spoke about the gaming side quite a lot, I think. But I noticed mm-hmm. that you've got um, some sort of voice acting stuff going on as well. Um, yeah, I mean, I have a little experience under my belt now, let's say. <laughs> um, it That would be a lifelong... That was a lifelong dream of mine. I've always done um, accents and voices and things like that, um, different from my own. Uh, including my own as well, but um, just have always liked to do that kind of stuff. And I always wanted to be um, in not not like an actor like where you see me in TV, but like, you know, voiceover, hmm. um, video games, animation, whatever. And there was a there was an open um, like a like a casting call, I guess, um, where thankfully they accommodated um, me to audition. I, I recorded my, my parts with my own microphone, um, and sent them in and I got these parts or whatever. And it was nothing major. It wasn't like, um, you know, I'm in the credits. I have my own IMDB page now and all that's that kind it. of stuff. But, that's all, that's, but, you've made it. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but like my credit is additional voices and it was for a video game. Um, that means you're multiple roles. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's technically true. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> 
think that's better if... than like man in background number three <laughs> yeah it was like a bunch of those guys or whatever yeah, yeah. and uh and that was re- that's all i've gotten so far because i um you know there's not there's not much in the way of remote voiceover work um especially without like a you know professional equipment mm-hmm. to to record and stuff like that but yeah that's always been just a big dream of mine and just to have gotten to take part in that and the fact that I got selected I was absolutely elated that was a very high point for me and that was I think that was about a year ago now maybe that I did that and um I would love to do it again I would love to do that as a career but um you know that's 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 not easy that's Mm -hmm. not an easy thing to get into you have to be you have to be located somewhere where that kind of thing goes on a lot and then you have to actually go out and make your make your presence known and you have to come up with a portfolio and um, a whole lot of things I'm not quite prepared for, but um, yeah, there was that at least. I I feel like I, I, maybe this is something that's always been there that I've just not been aware of, but I feel Mm -hmm. like there are more um, actors that would have been actors now doing voiceover work as well. um, Particularly in kind of the sort of, TV adverts um, mm. and on film, uh, whereas before I feel like that would have just gone to it would have gone to someone and they were like, "All right, we want a voice actor. We want someone with a particular voice, and they're going to do this." Whereas now it's like, "Well, we don't really care about the voice. What we want is we <laughs> want to have you, but we can't yeah, afford no. you. So can you just come and read it, and people will know it's you because they'll recognise your voice." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of <laughs> there's definitely a lot of that. <laughs> The thing, the the one thing I guess that would that where you would find all the celebrities just lending their voice was like Disney films and such, mm. you know, featuring Danny DeVito, featuring you know all the all the big the big Disney films had a pretty big cast, so yeah. they must have had to pay a lot of a lot of money for those voice casts. Mm. But uh, that's actually you know that's like a a union job where you. Um, it's it's a difficult thing because it's like for example i'm big into japanese animation and um they primarily come out with just subtitles and they they're spoken in in japanese but there are various companies who do voiceover dub uh like english dub um for those shows and they just keep a they keep a i don't know how many people but like a handful at least um they just keep them employed and they'll have them bounce around between shows like, OK, we need you to do this voice. We need you to do that voice. And I think they just get paid like a salary or something like that. Mm. And it's a nice salary as far as I know. But uh, it's it's a bit different than like, you know, some f- famous, very famous A-list actor yeah. being called in. We'll give you a 100 million to voice Hercules or, you know, whatever, that kind of thing. Mm. And uh but it's a very cool industry. I really like it, and I really I like to follow some of the people who are um, who are in it. Uh, it's a much less visual side of 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 entertainment. Um, obviously, it's 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 voice acting. But do you find that uh, with um, like the games as well? Because I know it's not uh, it's not the the type of games that I would play. Um, but I know that there are 
story-generated games where actually there would be a, an element of, I guess, voice acting or voiceover work for oh, those yeah. as well. Um, Very much and, so. And I yeah. suppose, does that kind of cross over with your interest with gaming in, in terms of yeah. those opportunities in the future, I suppose? Yes, 100%. I mean, that uh, I've always wanted to be to do something in, in gaming because you know you get to a certain point in your life where you're like what has been constant what has always made me happy what has always been an interest and you go throughout your life and, and a lot of those interests are so fleeting and uh for me there are just a select few including since this is the topic right now gaming mm. that's been huge for me that's a outlet for me, that's a that's a an escape. It's a it's a sort of an anxiety relief. It's a it's a way to socialize, uh, since there's a lot of uh, multiplayer um, experiences. It's a way to experience very long stories instead of uh, instead of reading a book, you know, for example, which I love to read, but I fall asleep, <laughs> so it might take me a year to read one you know one thousand page novel or something like that, and um, you get that same amount of narrative out of a, a long video game that might take, you know, uh, 40 hours, 50, 60 hours to play over the course of how many, however many weeks you spend with it. And it's a great, great entertainment, um, source for me. And, uh, um, it's sort of in the same sense as, as a really good, really long-running tv show especially if you were binge watching um except you get to play you know you get to choose what you're doing um and that's really cool for me i really love that but um yeah video games the whole the whole industry i follow it very closely and i always wanted to um since since childhood i was always like you know people always have the i want to be a firefighter i want to be an astronaut and i was always just like i want to do something with video games and that's a very broad um, category. There's a lot you could do. You could you could be involved in the production. You could be involved in the you know the the acting. Uh, you could be involved in the visual side of it. There's the programming. All these different. There's so much to it. But I I also um, would even be interested in the um, each of those companies has to have like a you know a social media outreach kind yeah. of. Department, I find that stuff to be very cool as well. Um, so who knows? Maybe one day, maybe one day I'll get lucky and uh, I'll, I'll do I'll do something in that. It's really interesting to see though and, and think about. Um, I think particularly when we're we're thinking about that well being side and people that might have um, like a particular struggle or something they're working through and seeing actually mm -hmm. how that that thing that maybe started off as uh, like a supportive tool or a coping strategy whether it's playing that game or talking to someone or writing about something and see how it goes from that kind of a coping strategy into a passion into an interest yes sir. it's recognizing the skills that have been developed there it might be something that doesn't go any further but it might also be something that people do choose to go oh do you know what actually <laughs> i've really enjoyed writing down my story and actually that leads them to want to write a book about something or they've yeah. taken go out for walks and take pictures as part of their well-being and they go actually i'd quite <laughs> like to take this photography thing a bit more seriously yes um and i think it is it is that side of recognizing like you say the 
um, the time you spent with with social media, with gaming, with talking to people, with mm-hmm. um, kind of building up that I'd imagine quite a, a unique skill of of speaking in certain ways with certain tones and accents and voices. That oh. is that's a skill, and it's something that people will be interested in, and it's just finding the right opportunity for it as well. Yeah, when you mentioned the accent part, uh, that's I, I can't emphasize enough. My whole life, I've always been so fascinated by accents and and dialects as well, because mm. you know, just within my own country here, we've got probably fifty to a hundred different accents and countless different dialects. But you know, I often fixate on uh, other countries and my biggest one for the past couple of years now I, I think has been uh, in the in the northern UK uh, in in like the uh, Yorkshire kind of that area, that area. I, I just love I just I'm so fascinated by the because it's it's very in a lot of ways it almost feels similar to American English except like how they say like like how you would say you would say bath right uh i'd say bar like bath kind of and they say bath like that oh, ah, that, yeah, yeah. That, that that same ah as an american ah oh, and i bad. that make that makes it like i was like oh wait really but then it's when they start getting into the oh oh like come come here come here come here where, the, where you drop the h come over here come over here like that kind of thing i just i just love it i love it like that you know <laughs> That thing. <laughs> and, uh, and they, We're definitely doing next time. We're just going to do half an hour of me sitting back and you doing accents. <laughs> I think the might the whole thing just might end up being Yorkshire though, like, um, and me me coming out with the words that I've learned, like um, like uh, oh, what of what of the. There's there's a video I watch pretty frequently on YouTube that's a really really cool young lady who's I think she's an actress but there's like a series that's about accents and she's being interviewed and they uh, they're they're showing you how the different sounds are okay. it's 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 a it's a English produced video I guess so they're they're comparing the this particular I think she's from West Yorkshire is that Leeds or is that God, my geography is really poor <laughs> in your own country yeah, yeah. in your own country yes, I, I <laughs> no no trust me I'm I'm pretty bad with with I could I could tell you things that are on the edges of the United States, but once we start getting to the center, I'm like I don't know. I think Montana is over there or something. I don't really know, but um, uh, she's from yeah. I think she's from. She always says like West Yorkshire or something. Okay. And there's she. They give you examples of how she would say each thing, and then some regional words. And the one thing, the one word that I mean, there was things, of course, the like the like aop and the uh, um. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. These things like that. Um, but she had one that was like danced, danced or something was the, was the word. And they, and it was like, like when they actually showed you the word, it was like D A R E N S apostrophe T. (laughs) And I was like, this is a word that people use. Um, Oh, like they dare not do it. Yeah. They dare not do it, but it's like danced, but then they pronounce it danced. Oh, I danced. I danced yeah, yeah. go oh, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I danced go there. Like I don't know. It was like, uh, <laughs> and the, you know, the um, oh, what was the oh, uh, pro, uh, proper chuffed, 
chuffed and I think that meant to be hot. <laughs> and uh, chuffed. Wow. Chuffed. Oh, no, Here, chuffed was excited. Chuffed would be like happy or excited. Yeah, that was excited. Yeah. Right. I got that confused with um. Oh, what was the word for hot? That she. Oh, I I I, I ran. I walked around my house for I think a full day saying it out loud because <laughs> I, I thought it sounded so. It was just. It made me happy. It made me smile just to say this word over and over. And now I forget it. Um. Oh, for like hot, like not like hot, like in a per. Uh, she's she very specifically said not. It wouldn't be used for like to describe a person being attractive. Okay, but but just for like the heat. being warm. Okay, heat. Yeah, and it was a northern, northern UK term. Uh, I don't know if you know it. Um, oh, what is it? <laughs> it's gonna bother uh, me now. Um, sweltering. Oh, not no. swell. To, it it was a word that definitely is just in the. It's very regional. Yeah, uh, although she was talking about how because I think she said she works in, she works in London or something like that. Okay. And she says she tones down her accent a lot because mm. she's afraid. She's afraid that people are going to be like, "Oh no, you're 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 a northern lass. You can't come in here." Yeah. And like or whatever. And she said that she actually finds it's the opposite. That when people who are from where she's from see that she's from there, they're like much, they're, they feel better coming into the store and yeah. <laughs> happier and whatever. And oh gosh, and I'm going off. This is the, you know, this is so off topic talking about accents and stuff. Talking <laughs> <laughs> about. Well, talking about. It's more so that you started talking about being warm. And then I was like, <laughs> yeah, it's quite warm. <laughs> um, um, I think yeah. given that we've missed slightly our one hour limit <laughs> yeah that happens my friend we um, gotta... what we'll do is we will we'll wrap this one up on the cliffhanger of us not quite remembering that word so it's something to go away with and have a think about i love it yeah um i love it i love it <laughs> <laughs> and also maybe a challenge that next time we come back and we'll try and fit in more of the accents in between that would be um, cool yeah yeah maybe we'll have a couple of uh Specific, I'll try and uh, I'll have a couple of specific questions, and we do. You can choose your dialect, but it has to be a different one each time, sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> that and we can do the uh, like that kind of the old uh, accent tag thing with each other. You could do yours. Oh my goodness! I'll do my area. <laughs> How do we say different things? What are the terms? You know. Oh yes. Okay, yeah, so those, next those time is a uh, next time is a uh, what do you call a chair? Oh, I call it a chair too. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I do call it a chair. Yeah. I think. You, I think you might call a shopping cart a trolley, though. I do. Yep. Yep. Yeah. See that kind of yeah. thing. See, it's great. It's great. So that's the sort of stuff for people to look forward to next time. <laughs> dun dun dun. <laughs> um, if anyone wants to kind of follow up or have a chat or find out a little bit more about you, um, is there anywhere they can go to to get in contact with you at the moment? Oh, I'm always on Twitter. I'm always open to talk to anybody. I don't care who you are. I don't care, you know, where you're from. This I sound, it sounds like I'm about to sing a, a boy band song. What was that? <laughs> you know, as long as you're loving me, that song. Um, but, Just about to get into the bit where you stand up off the stool. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, but yeah, point, point being, reach out. I'm always, I'm always open. I'm always there. I'm on Twitter. I'm Mulrath's, uh M-A-L-R-A-T-S. And I think, is that is that my Twitter handle or is I it my name? So. I don't no, remember. I think, I think so. 
I should be, yeah. Yeah, it'll, I'll check before I um, post yeah, the episode. Yeah, you'll, you'll have a link to it or whatever yeah. anyway. But yeah, more rats with one L, that's all. Cool. Well, thanks so much for sitting down and having a chat. And it's been nice to... I think this is my... It's definitely the second, it might be the third episode where I've sat down, kind of had no topic, and it's been really nice just to have a couple of people. I think, yeah, the last two have been people that have come back as well. And it's oh, nice... Cool. It's nice to have had a few episodes in a row where it's like someone's already come and kind of shared their story and we can have a bit more of a general chat and you kind of catch up on a couple of different topics. And yeah, uh, it's quite nice to mix up the returning guests with new guests as well. Um, so, yeah, it's been nice to have a couple of guys come back and just have a bit more of a general chat as well. So thank you for coming back and um, we'll try and do another one in less than two years. <laughs> yeah man my pleasure and yeah i'll be i'll be around just you let you let oh, excuse me burping over here you let me know and i'll uh i'll see what i can do but yeah i'm always down you're a great guy man awesome I appreci- appreciate you. what you do for the world no i i do i really enjoy sitting down and, and chatting and i think it's it, that first time having the like the story share is such a big thing it's really important um yes, but it's sir, also yeah. really nice to have some people come back and go, yep, my, the kind of the illness side is really important, but that's just, that's not everything that's going on. Actually, I've got other interests and there are other things. And yes, they're affected by symptoms or illnesses, but actually there's other things there as well. So it's quite nice to kind of yeah. f- fill and out it, the character a little bit more. Yeah, and it speaks a lot for you that people want to come back. So mm, that's good. Clap, round of applause for. From my man Mike here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's lovely to talk, and uh, I'm going to go and open some windows and eat some food. So, yes, yeah, stay I don't know, cool. Are you, you must be l- l- mid afternoon now, I guess. Yeah, it's about 4 p.m. now. Yeah. Oh, so you're coming up to like a normal end of daytime rather than. Yeah, yeah. I might, I might go for a little swim in the pool and oh. it'll be nice. Oh, that sounds <laughs> lovely. Oh, okay. I'm not as happy now. (laughs) Right, I'm going. (laughs) I'll talk to you soon, Danny. Goodbye, myself. Take care. See you later. Bye. Bye bye. (laughs) Can you believe it? 151 episodes. And there's also some others going on, obviously, the Megacast and things like that. So I think there's like 170, maybe, maybe a couple more. And that's the first episode. My phone's run halfway through it. <laughs> oh, dearie me. What a mistake to make. Um, I, oh, I, I loved sitting down and having a chat with Danny. It was amazing. I can't believe we've left it two years. Um, so hopefully Danny's going to be back at some time within a much shorter time frame uh but once again thank you so much for continuing to support the podcast for listening for downloading um for subscribing you subscribed right yeah 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 okay good stuff um yeah it's it's amazing that the podcast continues to go that we're past 150 episodes that you guys are continuing to to listen, to share, to talk about um, the podcast and the stories that are shared here as well. Um, and that guests continue to come on and share their stories and their experiences. 
and their thoughts about mental health and well-being and a range of things kind of interlinked with that as well so yeah without setting up a, another 10 minutes um thank you for being part of the podcast thank you for supporting it um please do leave a review if you're able to share the episodes um if you're interested in coming on in the future as well make sure you get in contact over at mikesopenjournal.com thank you for listening and please remember you're not alone out there i'll see you next time These are real people. They do have struggles. And it starts to get on my nerves. I just shut down. So many people suffer from mental illness. She's not a great match for me, and that's okay. A lot of people don't understand the depth of the situation, so mm. they can't appreciate Yeah, It's difficult dealing with our minds. To get the word out that men have got to start talking. I feel like a lot of the friends that I did have have sort of stopped speaking to me because of it and the suicidal thoughts were back. People knew that there was something not right, but they just never really said anything or probably felt like it wasn't their place to say anything. Not only did this help me to write it, Mm. it potentially might have helped some other people as well. So it sort of started from there. And then she was like, okay, tell me a bit about what's going on. So I told her everything and her face dropped. You're not depressed, it's, it's all in your head. That's probably the statement I've had people say the most. And I think people realise how helpful that one conversation can be just to figure out why you are feeling the way you are. I mean, this, this, this shit is real and it's hard, it's exhausting. So many people think they're alone. And then you hear other people talk about it and they think, oh, that's, you know, that's so brave or I could relate to that. Um, and then they want to talk about it.